Welcome to the live Canadian talk show Chat 88's at 8 podcast with your host Curtis LaBelle where I share the power of new music in Canada and I interview a new guest artist from the music industry every week. Join me right now for this next episode. Uh, hi. <laughs> oh my God, the worst technology with what we do. Oh I know goodness. it's impossible. It's impossible. I give you no grief whatsoever. This happens all the time. It's I impossible am- to pull these things off. I just freaked out for a moment because when it when it ended, it said you are now the host. I went. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> you are now the host. Guess what? It's your show. I've handed off. Two months is enough. No, uh, we've had so much fun here at Chat and 88s, and we we started off by interviewing some really great guests and 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 you are right on that list and i wanted to say thank you so much for being uh, a part of this show tonight yeah uh, my pleasure yeah this is very exciting i i um how cool is just how cool is this to connect on a different level like just very cool exactly it's it, it's better than nothing that's for sure like it's it's cool that we have this much technology that we can still you know, it's nice. To, it's actually nice to be able to see friends without masks on, because I don't know about you, but in Calgary, everyone's we're starting to go out a little bit more, but we, we're all having to wear masks inside and everything. So you, you you have these interactions with your friends that are like this. I know I played at Koi. OK, a, a, a couple of weeks back. Um, and uh, it's it, well, I mean, of course, we weren't wearing a mask, but they have a really nice large sheet of plexiglass. Oh, that good, I, yeah. I thought was going to be, truthfully, I thought, you know, getting back into the swing of things, I thought it was going to be much like singing in a fishbowl, having yeah. this piece of glass <laughs> in front of you on a stage. Yes. Actually, I didn't even notice. I, you know what? I was literally 30 seconds into the first song in the set and I didn't, I didn't notice a thing. So it was really nice at that point oh, in Calgary. Because I know Calgary's got a little bit more of a, you know, a rougher edge on the, uh, the experience with this right now. So, uh, yeah, it's true. And you know, some of the, I guess singing is now allowed, so it's getting a little bit easier. I think I haven't done a gig without it, but they want you to wear, um, either a mask when you're singing or sing in the aquarium or the, you know, the, <laughs> the part, the glass. So I played a gig and I really wanted to be close to the audience. So I, I opted to use a, a mask and I made myself, I should show you. I don't know if you know this artist called uh, Orville Peck. He he wears a he's a masked. He's called the masked country singer, and he wears a mask with fringe coming all the way down his face. And it's okay. Really- yeah, yeah. I think I. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I so I I made myself a mask that was like that. So I thought it was really <laughs> cool. I was singing with fringe through a mask, but by the end of the half hour, I was exhausted because, you know, you can't get quite enough oxygen when you're trying to sing when you're wearing a mask well you're breathing in all the uh all that release of the of that so i mean i it makes me think of when um you did you see that uh where lady gaga did that concert where she sang when she had a mask it was like a robot mask oh yeah and i don't know if you saw it or anything like that but that I was pretty neat yeah. but if you look if you look her mask is like this high up you can still see her mouth i i'm i'm pretty sure she right. had a microphone sticking out and there was still some, oh, some yeah. space there for that. I don't know. I'm not it is sound- hard. It's really hard. <laughs> Difficult. So Justine, tell me, how long have you been playing music? Uh, I never know how to answer that question because it's, I mean, I, I started playing guitar when I was in grade seven. So what's that? Uh, 12 or uh, 12 years old or something. 
So, I mean, but, but my mom, like, so I grew up like quite religious and, and like pianos and church and all that stuff. So I had to play piano or was in piano lessons at a young age. Right. So I don't know, like my, my first song that I wrote, I was about six years old and it's, it goes like this. It's a day, it's a day, it's a day, it's a day, it's a day for everybody. It's a day. And actually it's so funny. We have, we have a recording of it. So I think I want to put it on my next album because you know what I you don't, don't, I laugh and I shouldn't because I'm just going to say these lyrics Friday, <laughs> Friday, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it's true. Except that I was, I think I was significantly younger and I didn't have a pop career, but <laughs> well you never know what's going to be a hit you never know what somebody is going to be listening to that's true or what they want to hear on the other end of the uh the uh the receiving side of it yeah. um okay so i'm just going to ask you some generic questions some funny questions some in-depth okay. questions okay we're going to uh get to uh you singing an original we're going to talk a little more and then we'll go down that that's going to be the uh uh plan for a little bit but uh straight up i just want to know what is your favorite color uh, red. What is your favorite smell? Leather. <laughs> <laughs> you should go watch all the videos, all the interviews that I've been doing with the artists and you should hear their answers. I haven't gotten <laughs> leather yet. So leather is quite, that's This great. is a new realization. I love the smell of fresh leather. I just got one of those cowhide rugs. From- oh, your house probably smells yeah. radiant. It does. I actually really like it. It's like a good, good vibe. Yeah. Fabulous. What is your least favorite color? Uh, you know, fluorescent, fluorescent green and yellow, like fluorescent colors are. Uh, so anything quite obtrusive. Yeah. Especially in the morning. <laughs> Before coffee would be the yeah. worst. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Chat in 88s. I don't know. I feel like I'm washed out. I feel like an egg. No, you look great. I, I was just oh. admiring your banner. Like it's, it's such a great, this is cool. I, I love it. Isn't this fun? We're at the vinyl den here in Red Deer. I did okay. all this marketing before the show. Uh, and then the computer died. Uh, but no, we're at the vinyl den here in Red Deer. We have nine people in a live audience. And nice. we actually have another camera that is for the live audience, but it's dead because I had, like I said earlier, I forgot to charge that camera. <laughs> you know how it is. You're I know how it is. You're an artist. You're a manager. You're a producer. You are a roadie. Oh. You are everything. And but I'm just amazed you... that I'm here right now and, and all of my technology is working. Ah, so. so, okay, let's, let's dive right in. Let's okay. dive right in. Speaking of technology, let's talk about your music, Justine. When huh. did you start writing your own music and moving into the uh, singer-songwriter? Well, like I said, ah. six years old, it's a day for everybody. It's a day. <laughs> That's my first song. But, uh, you know, like, actually, I I wanted to be a musician for a long time, but um, it wasn't necessarily a realistic career path when I was in my teens and 20s, I think. Uh, I was like academic enough that I was going to go to university and uh, get a degree, which I did. But the whole time I just wanted to be an artist and I just wanted to be writing. And um, so throughout university, I was writing. So uh, I put out my first album while I was or right after graduating from university. So that was in 2009, which uh, 
yeah, makes me, I guess I've given away a bit of my age here. Oh, but, honey, uh, you look beautiful. Don't even talk about your age. <laughs> whatever. Age, yeah. age is no, just whatever. a number. Don't even I talk agree. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so 2011 was when I first released an album. And I would say that the songs on that album were the workings of about three years. So yeah, it's been, I started, I really started writing music when I was about 17, I think. Wow. Okay. So when did you, oh, okay, let's go back. First question. You started writing music. Um, what was your first song that actually started to kind of like take some momentum into getting you into like, oh yeah, I can do this. I'm good at this. Yeah. Um, you know what? That's a really good question. I think, um, well, I should pull out my old journals because there's some that are that no one's ever heard and they're quite funny. Like one of them was I, I was a little bit heartbroken and like into this guy and it was something about how like it was just, you know, an angry teenager song. Um, I think that, <laughs> anyway, that obviously that didn't get recognition. So the answer to your question is um, I think it was my song Waiting for Nothing because I was in Edmonton at the time and um somehow I went, I went to a Bill Bourne concert. It was a very casual pub somewhere. And uh, I ended up talking to him for a while and I gave him a big hug. I remember because I was so touched by his performance. So I went and hugged him after I said, that was really nice. And, and uh, he was so receptive and so kind. And uh, I said, you know, what? I've started writing some songs and I wonder if you would ever think about listening to one of them. He said, yeah, I'd love to. He was completely open to it, not knowing a thing about me or anything which is very kind of him. And um, I, he, he came over with his little zoom recorder actually. And I just sat down and nice. played him these songs and then he put the zoom out and recorded them. So my first demos were done by Bill Bourne and he, uh, no I did th three of them and he was like, I'm going to help you uh, get some grants. And he wrote a bio for me and he, he really wanted to help me get into that world. And um yeah, like I should actually find dig up those uh, demos because they're really sweet. And uh, yeah, Bill actually played with me a bit a bit then in Red Deer uh, around that time. I, I think there's a video on YouTube of me playing with him at the hub. And uh, yeah, so I think that was kind of what started it for me in Edmonton. And then from there, uh, yeah, Bill was a really influential mentor and kind of uh, walked me through what what it's about, like the purpose of being a musician. He's very spiritual, you know, like very purposeful about what your job is as a, as an artist and stuff. So I was pretty young, but I, I think I was, I was uh, guided by a, a good one, I guess. I agree. I know the name. I don't know the gentleman uh, first handoff in the music industry, but I do know the name because I am from the Edmonton area and I, nice. I, I am, I definitely have, you know, that's been floating around. Mm -hmm. um, but how cool is that? Um, now, okay, here's the question. Those demos that you have, those scratch tracks and those bed tracks that you have with him and the, and the demos, did you do anything with them afterwards and actually like get into the studio and flush them out? Yeah, I did. So I think I sent like the song Waiting for Nothing that I did with Bill to um, my first producer named Stu Kirkwood in, in Edmonton. 
And uh, he, he really liked them. And he said, yeah, we can work with this. And then we did a full band thing. And then that's when, that's when we started my, I released my first album called Yes, All Right, Okay. And that was all recorded in Edmonton with, um, uh, well, Stu and I played most of the instruments on it, but Bill came into the studio. Joe Nolan came into the studio. I had a, a, like a choral group with a bunch of my friends who some could sing, some couldn't, but everyone just kind of sang more of a, you know, what's that called? A gang choir or whatever. Gang yeah, vocals. sure. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was the beginning. And uh, yeah. And then I, I recorded another one in Edmonton. I ended up getting a grant to do another album and then toured and kind of kept going. Just, yeah. So, Edmonton scene was amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I've been... Edmonton scene is amazing. It really is. And I can only I can only say that and, and leave it at that. I've never been in the Edmonton music scene and, and per- played at a venue as an artist, you know, as singer, songwriter, etc. I've never done. And um, what a hard kind of market to get into, because be- simply because I think there's such great artists there that they, you know, they're oh, they're, yeah. they're doing what they're doing. There's so much talent. There's so much talent in Edmonton. I always said that even when I moved to Calgary, I thought, man, like, like the amount of, of talent and in Red Deer too, there's so much talent. Oh, um, and of course there's talent in Calgary too. But I think when you're like in Edmonton, there's less, I always say there's less of a, the business side of the music industry in Edmonton. It's more, it's more of the art side in Edmonton. So you have a lot of really like incredible artists that aren't necessarily uh, marketing their their art they're just making art um so lots of open mics and lots of uh, incredible musical experiences that i mean maybe it was the time that i was there but i i still i'll never forget some of the shows that i saw for free you know (laughs) even at an an open mic or whatever those were the days my friend (laughs) (laughs) they really Um, were (laughs) speaking of art justine uh-huh. Why don't you take us into the journey of an original play for <laughs> us? Yeah. Uh, what? Tell us a little bit about whatever you choose to sing. What? Tell us about this song you're going to sing for us. Kind of where it comes from. I'm going to put you on uh, spotlight here, and uh, we'll get you to uh, just uh, enjoy. Okay. All right. Uh, the, I'll play um, a newer tune from my new album, Stay, which I released. Uh, <laughs> I released on February 7 and then had the first release concert on March 7 at the Ironwood here in Calgary. And then, uh, you know, the week after that, in came all the emails that everything was shutting down due to the virus. So everything changed pretty quickly for me um, after releasing this album. But I'm still trying to stay optimistic and uh, play the songs from from it and uh, keep them alive in some capacity. So um, this is a tune that I really, I still really like. It's a special song um, that I co-wrote with my friend, Brady Enslin. And um, it's interesting that the debates are happening again in the US because it was, we wrote it when uh, Trump was being elected. And uh, yeah, it was, it was for us, we were talking about what, you know, what what is becoming of the United States and and Canada in some capacity. Um, So we just kind of came up with some ideas about the American dream and uh, 
that's what this song is called and kind of about so hoping you can hear everything all right i think we've got vocals up guitar up all right here goes thanks for tuning in thanks for listening and curtis thanks so much for having me Amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that American dream. Right. I was, did I hear that? Did I hear that correctly? That's right. Yeah. 
American yeah. Dream is the name of that song. Absolutely beautiful. American Dream. Uh, I love it. It's is that's recorded, right? We can hear that somewhere. Yeah, it is. And it's the, the recording is is uh, fun. It's like a full band. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. So where can we find that? Spotify, Deezer, all them lovely playlists. All of them. Up. Yeah, Deezer. And actually, um, ideally, if people want to find music online, I, I uh, suggest going to Bandcamp. So Bandcamp is excellent because... I feel like I should do a whole talk show just on Bandcamp because yes. everybody that I've talked to has been like... Bandcamp, you know, we'll talk about um, uh, CD Baby, uh, all, all, all of the distribution sites and everything. And then uh, someone will come in out of the blue and go, but what about Bandcamp? Yeah. It's like the underdog, like the black sheep that comes in and goes, what about Bandcamp? Uh -huh. So I don't know. I got to do my own research. It's killer. Like, you know, throughout the pandemic, Bandcamp, um, every it's called Bandcamp Fridays. And I think it's it might be every Friday. Um, they waive all of the artist fees. So I heard that. Yeah. So you, that it's the only way that musicians actually today can make money on streaming. Like, unless you're Drake, you know, like you, uh, it's, it's a, a really great platform that really actually cares about the artists, and, you know, Spotify and, and Apple music. Um, thank now you are you on Bandcamp? Do you, do you distribute through Bandcamp? I sure do. Yeah. I'm, I'm on everything. <laughs> Okay, so let's just yeah. switch for that. Let's switch to that. Okay, so what are you on? What do you use to distribute? I use, uh, well, like my distributing service is TuneCore, and then they distribute it to Spotify, Apple Okay, Music, so you use TuneCore. I use TuneCore. Okay, do you use any other entity? Well, no, except... Uh, yes, because Bandcamp, but Bandcamp is sort of something separate, you know, right, something, which is kind of like MySpace. No, it's not even MySpace. MySpace, just... <laughs> 1991. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> my top eight friends. Right, yeah, right, MySpace. I think if you Googled my name and you you'd find my MySpace on like page 17 of Google or something, my <laughs> MySpace page will come up. Oh, I, like, does that still come up? I don't even know. I haven't looked at MySpace pages for so long. That'd be amazing. Oh, I don't even like, and I'm pretty sure there's a, like a headshot of me or like a, like a profile picture. And I'm probably like, what, 12 or something. I have no idea. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that's great. Oh. We got to go back down that road. But Bandcamp. I'm an artist. <laughs> everyone could do it. It was kind of like pre-Facebook too, wasn't it? So it was like oh, everyone. Oh, it was so premature Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Justine, um, if you could tell me where you received a lot of your influence in music from so let's go back to your parents you were seven eight nine ten before you kind of really and now I'm, I'm speaking for you and now correct me if i'm wrong where we can really kind of cognitively understand what music is when it comes to chord progression you know one six five seven all that bullshit uh -huh. um what what when what were your parents listening to that introduced you to music and then who was your first artist where you're like new kids on the block baby <laughs> uh if only i was that cool um see that was me i was new kids on the block oh yeah amazing um you know my my dad uh was a big was and is a big uh james taylor fan and paul simon and the eagles and like just some of those oldies um good classics good classics yeah like i really got into those um 
So younger, yeah, like seven, eight, nine, ten, like those ages, I think I was, I was a real listener though. Like I still am like, I, you know, the radio's on and I'm just like, oh, what's that? Like, I can't even have a conversation. Like I'm, I wanted to know what the melodies are doing. And I remember at a young age doing that. And then I don't know, like, I think at some point someone introduced me to like sort of some underground Americana um, folk writers like Patty Griffin. Um, someone introduced me oh, to Bonnie nice. Ray. Patty Griffin, love it. I loved Patty Griffin, you know, like you know, pre-pubescent. We're going way back now. Yeah, like she, like Patty Griffin changed my life. Like those, those songs were everything to me and I had to learn how to play every one of them. That's like right from the heart. Those are home oh. songs to me. Oh, those are yeah. home songs. Those are like in- Oh, I'm so that's, glad you oh, know like Patty Griffin. Oh, like goosebumps tingle when me those too. songs come Oh in. my God, she's- She's a gift. She's like, and she still is. She's still putting out really cool songs. And uh, yeah. To be able to do that. Cheers to that lady. Yeah. Cheers. I don't have my drink. It's, I love it. Oh, where's your, what are you drinking? What are you drinking this evening, darling? Well, you know what? I've been uh, getting into the, the, the box wine. So I have a a box. Well, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, I'll have you know, we'll talk more about this, but this is kind of a little, uh, you know, a little cat out of the bag. I'm going to make a promo video for this, but uh, chat in 88 has been picked up by Shaw and Shaw is now going to be replaying all of these lovely videos <laughs> and all these lovely interviews. So lovely chat in 88 at eight. I wish I, I had am, my white wine to cheers to that. I'm the new Jimmy Kimmel of Red Deer. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. That's exciting. No, I literally, I no, I'm, I'm, I'm not taking that responsibility. <laughs> However, um, okay. So, now take me onto the journey when you kind of started to, uh, you found an artist where you really connected to that really birthed your bit of singer songwriter and then kind of took off from there. So what do you listen to? What is your, what's on your playlist if you will? Uh, right now I'm listening to uh, on repeat Lydia Lovelace's new album. Do you know her? amazing fantastic yeah I, I just think she's so special like what an incredible songwriter and so like what a great word special yeah she's yeah, so special word. she's she's fantastic like so anyway that's that's what i'm into um kathleen edwards has a new album out that's pretty good um i don't know the name okay she's an ontario gal forgive me um no worries maybe and, i should um, do an interview with her yeah, maybe. Wouldn't that be fun? I got to find some. We got lists, girl. We got lists. Uh, and then, you know what? Like, there's a lot of great music coming out of Alberta. Um, I just sang. Justine Vandergrift. <laughs> Cheers. I just I just sang backups uh, for a gal named uh, Lucette. And okay. she's an artist from Edmonton. And she's a fantastic songwriter. And um, we played at the King Eddie. We were, of course, behind glass here in Calgary. And um, yeah. Yep, Check yep. out her music, Lucette. Um, Lucette. She's got a song that got featured at the end of that Nanette uh, Netflix special. Okay. It's uh, if you if you want like a really powerful kind of feminist comedy rant, rant um, Nanette is excellent to watch. And then Lucette's song plays at the end of that that show. Um, yeah. So anyway, Lucette. 
Um, yeah, I'm always listening to Bonnie Ray. Bob Dylan has has a new album that I can't uh, stop like Bonnie Ray to. Tyler. No, <laughs> that'd be a Oh, no, Bonnie Ray, like she was, she sang uh, John Prine, a bunch of John Prine songs, and Bonnie okay, Ray Tyler. Okay, I apologize because I'm like, oh, I mean, if we're talking old school, Bonnie Ray Tyler, like, let's do it. I don't even know who that is. Who's Bonnie Ray Tyler? Oh, we'll I'll look her. I'll look it we'll up. We'll go down that road with a bottle of wine and a whole yeah. new album, girl. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely um, look it up. I, just for time's sake, I don't want to stop because we can talk for, I, I, I feel like an hour is not, well, truthfully today we would have had more time had my computer not completely died. <laughs> Technology. We have audience members leaving. It is getting close to that time. That's totally fine. Not a problem. Our biggest audience tonight, Justine. We oh, have my nine goodness. people in the audience tonight. Hi, everyone and in the audience. Absolutely love you. And you know what? We normally have a third, com- a third camera where you can, where you can see the audience as well in Aww. with this and this upsets me because i didn't charge the camera that's okay i can i get i'm feeling the vibe it's all good our biggest audience it, absolutely nine people that is huge nine people that's amazing a live audience here at the vinyl den justine before i ask you a couple more questions so that us in the audience and here at home we know who you are and what you are um please take us into one more original and uh, tell us just really quickly about it and let us hear your lovely voice one more time. Okay. Um, I'm going to take out one of my ear things so that I can actually hear myself a little better. You just remove that ear thing. Yeah, I've got these uh, these shore... Uh, Do you like I, them? Are they are they like... Make, I, you know, you can't see my face right now, but are they, can you, are they in-ear monitors kind of thing? They are. They're like, you should put them into... Um, like right now, I'm just using them as headphones. So let me get this straight. Did you? I'm okay. going to put my camera back on because I think you need to see my face. Did you? <laughs> did you actually put in your monitors for this Zoom call? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, kind of. But they're, I like, love you. You I'll are so you. professional. It is ridiculous. I'll show you my setup. Actually, if, you, if just for the gear nerds who are into like live streaming, this is the way to do it. This is called an Apogee Duo. Um, what the uh, hell is that? It's a, it's an interface. So that's, this is how I'm plugging in my microphone. It has these two little plug-in things that come out of it. And then you can plug in your microphone and your guitar. You plug then, that into your computer? Yeah. And now it's plugged into my MacBook. So, oh, you're using an Apple product. I don't know how longer we can be friends. Oh, <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not picky about Apple products. It's just the only thing I understand. So, oh, fair enough, fair enough. I have but. to say, uh, PC is the really only thing I understand. Um, oh, yeah. But enough about technology. <laughs> However, I have to look into that little thing. Um, Justine, <laughs> take us away with this lovely original. Let us know what it's called, what it's about, and uh... sure. All right, I'll play. I'll play a song from my 2011 album called Yes or Red Okay. I think this is the last song on the album. It's called The Rubble. And, um, I, you know, I kind of forgot how to play it. And I, I recorded it on mandolin. And uh, my little niece, um, my older sister, has a, has a daughter who's like just the brightest light and so hilarious and curious. And uh, she's been falling asleep to this song since she was a baby. Mm-hmm. And so she, she sings it. And... Um, 
my sister will sing it to her and they just love the song the rebel so it's kind of come back into my life because of that um okay let's see if i can remember how to play it so fast to be what you want the boys are all so slow to want what they feel the old clocks are broken and there's time to kill so I'll bring the party if you pay the bill church bells still ringing but rich men won't sing their women are happy with blood diamond rings the angel said her voice hushed and low if you don't rebuild it to hell it will go to hell it will go So bring me an idol when I'm feeling weak or someone to feed me the words I should speak when I just can't seem to earn my own ends. That's how you will make me the means to your end, the means to your end. Every day, the rubble of the place that you know. If you don't rebuild it, to hell it will go. To hell it will go. To hell it will go. amazing again as always justine i have only had the opportunity to see you at the hub yeah well that's my favorite that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie that's a lie last year on the raw street patio when we had the um this one like the bigger saturday night oh yeah i remember i remember seeing you there yeah you guys we had parkland audio came in set up the giant stage i was yes it was the biggest thing on raw street patio that was great Uh, it was was it was absolutely a riot and i am i'm sorry i'm ignorant to the fact where i haven't paid enough attention to local artists and uh are you know no it's my own fault and and that's my own issue but um i thank you so much for coming on here tonight we only have a few minutes left 
you know, the, and again, this is going to be replayed. People can watch this on live on Facebook and now they can watch it on Shaw on their TV from their living room on their couch with their remote. Um, Justine, a couple of questions for you. Who is your favorite artist that you enjoy the most listening to? That's so hard. Uh, Bonnie Ray. Who's your least favorite artist you enjoy listening to? <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Nickelback? I don't know. <laughs> uh, quickly tell me a horrible memory from high school. Oh, it was it was a, a prank and we were going to go hang out at one of my friend's farms in in Lacombe. And uh, we were late, of course, and uh, I had a van full of friends and they decided that they were going to make us feel like everyone there had died. This is this is extreme. But they were one of the gals was like a very strong theatrical student and uh she had she had us convinced like she came like running out to the van crying and we were all like just terrified and then you know at some point she cracked and we saw that it was a joke but it was really embarrassing and really sad and <laughs> I have really traumatic to say to that that is that it is was a practical joke gone like extreme no kidding what yeah. is your happiest moment from high school Oh, probably listening to Tracy Chapman in my minivan driving around during my breaks when I wasn't in class. I had a K car that I blasted Tracy Chapman on Amazing. and I had to, my God, what a great time. Justine, really quickly, if you can give any artists some word of advice, please, before we finish here tonight, uh, what could you give us, please? What word of advice would you tell us right now in the world? I think uh, go easy on yourself. Be really, really nice to yourself. Like love yourself so much. Like fall in love with yourself. And then everything gets easier. And where can this lovely world of human beings find you in the music industry? Where can we find you on YouTube? Where can we find you on Spotify? What are your social media handles? Um pretty much all because no one there's no other Justine Vandergrift in the world that I know of um you can go at Justine Vandergrift slash Justine Vandergrift google Justine Vandergrift and you'll find all of those things how nice for you I'm not the only <laughs> Curtis LaBelle no I'm kidding I love you very much thank you Justine everybody please pay attention to this lovely young lady she's amazing she's making marks in the music industry please go and google Justine Vandergrift thank you so much my dear friend thank share you share the video I love you and uh, we hope to see you back out in the community and wherever we can without a mask as soon as possible blasting away all of I your lovely so. music thank you so much justine uh i love you so much you're gonna have to end yourself out of this because i really don't know how to do that all right i'm <laughs> on it thank you so much take care everyone you're welcome justine you. take care bye-bye all right ladies and gentlemen one more round of applause for justine vandergrift absolutely amazing all right we're wrapping things up here at the vinyl den in red deer alberta Last little bit of water in our glass. We have Chatten 88s at 8. My name is Curtis LaBelle. Uh, if you would like to, um, any topics that you would like to know, 
please make sure that um, you can uh, you can let us know on direct messages on Facebook. Uh, give us a shout out. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Any artists you want us to uh, interview, topics you would like us to cover. And uh, just an update. Again, we've been talking about social media and live stream on Facebook. Chatting 88 is going to stay on Facebook as a live stream. We're not going to be going anywhere else. We promote talking. We promote the community. We promote love, friendship, life, and original music and artists in the Canadian music industry. Uh, and um, I think it's important that we keep doing that. So if you would like to continue to see what's happening uh, in my world, and of course, what's happening out in the world, please tune in on Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. My name is Curtis LaBelle. This is Chadden 88 at 8 from the Vinyl Den. Thank you so much. Have a fabulous evening, and we will see you next week. Have a great night, guys. Cheers. That's our show for today. Thank you for tuning in to Chatten 88's at 8 podcast with your host, Curtis LaBelle. And remember, you're only as good as the last thing that you do. So own every minute of what you put out.